Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You're listening to SFP Now. to another exciting episode of SFP Now. Um, with us today is actor Alex Parnovic, who's now known for um, shows such as Continuum and iZombie. Um, but he's also got some interesting stories to tell from the various TV series and films that he's worked on, um, in- including um, a TV film that he worked on with David Hasselhoff. So without further ado, we're just going to like, play this interview. to welcome a very special guest to the show this week. Um, he's known for all sorts of uh, things, ranging from Continuum to iZombie. I'd like to welcome the uh, actor Alex Pornovic to the show. How are you doing, Alex? Thanks for having me, and I'm doing great. Oh, it's, it's great having you. Um, you know, I guess, I guess the first question I'd like to kick off with is, um, how, how did you get into acting? Um, what, what sort of journey led you in, in, into the acting world? Well, it was, it was an interesting journey. I, I started out as a, as a boxer. I come from three generations of boxers in my family. So I boxed at a very young age and competed like closer to the later end, ends of, uh, of my 20s. And, but I also, as a teenager, played in a heavy metal band. So I was boxing and playing heavy metal through high school and into my 20s. And, um, and then after a show one day, a casting director asked if I wanted to audition for for a movie, and I thought it would be a good experience, so I did, and I ended up getting the movie, and I really enjoyed the aspect of being creative as an individual as opposed to having, you know, four other guys. Um, I would kind of, you know, some other people may have a different view on how the career wants to go or how the youth wants to go, but specifically in boxing, I love the orchestrating and creating within the ring, and this was a, a, a source that was uh, came by surprise to me that I really enjoyed that I can tell stories in the same way as I did physically in the ring. So for me, it was... Um, it was really interesting, and I started in stunts. So after I got the gig, I, uh, I came from a small, a small city in, in uh, Canada called Winnipeg, and uh, there was only one stunt community there. So I became friends with the stunt coordinator. So I was basically on every movie doing a little bit of acting and a lot of stunt fighting or 
or playing that kind of character. And then I really wanted to do more and wanted to tell more stories. I wanted to be more humanized in telling me the story. So I started to study quite a bit and I switched from being doing stunts into just acting and, and it just kind of carried on from there. Wow, so it sounds like, uh, you know, you've done, done quite a lot. Um, I mean, you know, as, as a musician to myself, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of taken with the fact that you, you were in a, you were in a metal band. Uh, what, what instrument did you play? Were you, were you a drummer by any chance? No, I was a bass player, so I was the rhythm section. Ah, right. Yeah, so like, um, I, I kind of thought you, you kind of looked like a drummer. Yeah, yeah, because I like to hit. <laughs> you know, you know, it's, it's true what to say, though, isn't it? Most drummers are just completely mad. They're, they're insane. Most of them are insane. I went through a bunch of drummers and I vouch for their insanity. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you got to play the part of Rollings recently in um, in the six. You did the six episode stint um, on on the series Continuum uh, during its fourth series. What attracted you to the role and? Um, and for those that maybe haven't caught caught up with Continuum's fourth season yet, um, you know what 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 sort of part does Rollins have to play in it? Well, it, it's uh, what what attracted me to the role was um, Simon Barry for one, who created the show, who I'm friends with, and um, by coincidence, my my longtime friend of like 13 years, Victor Webster, who plays Carlos on the show, um, was another thing, and I and I was a fan of the show. If if, if those two, if I didn't know them. I would still be a fan of the show because I think they just did such an amazing job of storytelling and uh, the creativity and originality that they have on that show. I, I was a fan regardless of who, who was a part of it. And um, so Simon was always saying that there was going to be a part for me. And and I, I was I always told Simon, I go, listen, if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm just a fan. And then he offered me the role of Rawlings, and, and I was ecstatic just to be a part of that a part of that crew, and, and most of the crew I was friends with outside of, of working with them, which is Ryan Robbins and Ty Olsen and uh, Eklund and Garfield, uh, Lisa. I was friends with all of them before um, Simon put the the, the, the time marine uh, the time marine together. So I was just fortunate enough to to work with great friends and with great creative minds. So uh, that's what really attracted me. It's, it's a great show as well. I mean, I've, I've been following it, you know, since it began. Um, and um, also since it began, I've actually got to uh, interview uh, Simon Barry and uh, and Rachel Nichols as well. Um, aren't they lovely? Back, so. They're just they, lovely, aren't they? They're, they're fantastic people. They're, they're really nice. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, it is a great show. And I've got to admit, um, sort of like um, the, the you know the, the, the time travel element in the fourth se- season kind of like uh, threw me for a bit of a loop. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, and what I really enjoyed from it because Simon is from Vancouver, Canada, and the show is set in Vancouver, Canada, and it's shot in Vancouver, Canada. So for him to really kind of make a stand and, and, and tell this story from, you know, a place of, his, of where he's from and also set where he's from, uh, I think it's a testament to what kind of a what kind of a man he is to set tribute to that. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's one of the things that I, I found quite attractive about the show as well, was the fact that it was shot in Vancouver. I mean, we, we in the UK know that a lot of the, a lot of the science fiction and fantasy uh, shows are shot either in Vancouver 
Vancouver or Toronto, but we've never seen any any films or TV series where 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 the, the, the locations are actually set in those cities. Isn't that interesting? I, I love I love that he did that. It was very cool. So you know, from from my point of view as a as a viewer, I found that pretty cool too. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, looking at your IMDb pre- credits, I actually noticed that he did a little-known film with David Hasselhoff a few years back in a film called The Christmas Consultant. Um, how was that for you working with the Hoff? Do you have any funny stories from that, sir? Oh, man, the only thing I can say is that he is absolutely lovely. He was nothing but generous to all, everyone on set. He was... Um, there was no prima donna stuff. He was just he, he just loved being there, loved working. Um, he's a jokester. We had a good time. I have nothing but wonderful things to say about him. He he was uh, he was above all um, extremely professional and made everyone feel at ease. I had a great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's you know and you see footage of him in now and he's he's looking good for a guy in his sisters. Oh my God, he's in great shape. I was I was I was in wonder at how. Uh, how much energy he had, and even when we would be working all all day, he would get a workout in, and uh, I was like, I, I got to keep up with this guy. <laughs> so he, uh, yeah, he's in great shape and great energy. Mm-hmm. We, you've done several film projects this year um, as well, and one one of which called Numb, uh, which um, from what I've managed to uh, glean about it on on um, on IMDb and various sources, it sounds like a bit of a fun caper. Uh, what can you tell us about the film and, and your own in it? Is you know, it well, like it fun. was um, we had a world premiere at the Busan Film Festival B I F F, and um, it's a quite a big festival. And I went over there. I was I was there for thirty six hours because I had to come back and work. But um, it it was our first screening. It was our world premiere, and and the Asian audience just really took to it and, and loved the storytelling of this thriller. And uh, we were just you know, beside ourselves with excitement that the, the audience really enjoyed it. And it's basically about um, a couple that's in financial distress trying trying to get a job that was promised to them and it didn't happen. And then they pick up a couple of hitchhikers who Marie um, Angelopoulos plays from The 100. And I worked with her because I did uh, five episodes of The 100 and I just thought she would, would have been perfect for this film because I also... Uh, so I produced it, and so I helped cast it, and um, she, I thought she would be perfect for it, and she signed on to do it. So we play hitchhikers that they pick up, and we kind of, uh, and I, I always like to say the, the fifth character, or, or the number one character out of the four of us, because Jamie Bamber from Battlestar Galactica is also a part of it, and I always like to say that the environment, the weather, the cold, the winter is one of the, one of the prime characters in the film. And um, so it's basically about, you know, these four people find, find uh, coordinates to, uh, to uh, a hidden, hidden gold treasure and uh, that isn't too far off the main road. So they think they can get it within a couple hours and, and weather turns and, and uh, intentions turn between the four of them. And it really gets to show what people would do when their backs are up against the wall, what their character is like, what their, what their moral value is like and where they would go to get what they want. And, um, and it's really interesting how, how some people make decisions in that kind of um, dire straits. Sounds like a fantastic character drama. But yeah, it, uh, I, it was probably one of the hardest films I've ever done because we shot it in, in uh, the upper parts of British Columbia and 
long days, and it was it was it was. I don't think it, we could have gotten the performance that we got if if we didn't go through that struggle and and that 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 temperature. So I'm really proud of the film. I'm proud of our first time feature filmmaker Jason Good, who was first time he directed a feature, and um, the whole production crew, the whole the crew was amazing. Just because you know they had to lug all the gear and get make sure everything's going in, in the middle of a middle of the woods. So I'm extremely. This is one of the most most proud I've been on a project. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to have to keep an eye out for it when it when it becomes available here. So, you know, it's well, you like an interesting I, I film. Think, I think we'll, I think we'll be doing some film festivals in the UK, so I'll keep you up to date. That that'd be cool. Um, another another film, and this is probably somewhat of a lighter role. Is I noticed that you're in in Kindergarten Cop Two. I didn't know they were doing a sequel to that. I mean, that's like an old Arnold Schwarzenegger film, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but actually Schwarzenegger wasn't a part of it, and it was Dolph Lundgren who was playing the Schwarzenegger part. All right. Um, did you get yeah. some, Do you get, get any cute scenes with the kids in the film? I wanted some cute scenes with the kids, but I, I'm, I'm the villain in this one. Oh, man. I know. Believe me, I really wanted to kind of have some scenes playing around with the kids. That would have been fun. Mm. Yeah, maybe you, should, uh, maybe you should contact Simon Barry to invent a time machine so you can sort of like uh, <laughs> manufacture an unusual accident no, for I... Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's... Yeah, I love that original. I love the, the original film, Kindergarten Cop. It used to be on in holidays here. Um, I'm not during, yeah, during when the I, When I got the role, Ian, I was just so ecstatic just to be a part of that that little franchise and and just uh, to kind of play in that same kind of ballpark as the original. And it was it was an honor just to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and another thing I've heard about you is I hear you're an MM, you're an MMA fan. Uh, so you know, you my nephew probably get along. Uh, my nephew's currently uh, he's, he's he's training to be a paratrooper here in the UK, but he's a big fan of M- MMA. Um, oh yeah, I, I, I have a lot of friends um, that practice MMA. I come from a boxing background, but I appreciate MMA. One of my best friends is Josh Barnett, who just finished fighting in the, in the UFC. One of one of the Second last card, and uh, and he won his fight, which we're ha- happy about. But um, I'm a huge fan of MMA. Yeah. Mm. Do you, Do you have any film projects coming up with which, which will now you to maybe utilize that that interest that you have? No, no but um, there's a few few things being kicked around to where we can really utilize the the, the fight genre. Uh, but nothing's been solidified yet. Uh, well, you know that that'd be cool to see if it happens because I'm, you know, I'm a fan of some of those, you know, movies. Uh, what one in particular that I really liked was Warrior. Oh my God, isn't that great? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, Tom Hardy, uh, Nick Nolte, and um, oh God, can't remember the name of the other actor in it, but it's just a fantastic. Uh, I, I was I was fortunate enough to work with Tom Hardy right after he shot that because I did a film called This Means War with him. Mm-hmm. And um, he uh, he was telling me about all the all the training that he did and, and um, how he got into fight shape and fighter shape for it. And so I got a little bit of behind the scenes of, of what he did. And, and he's one of my favorite actors, period. I think I think he's one of the most phenomenal actors of our generation, and, and uh, he was phenomenal in that. Mm, yeah, I, I agree. I think he, I think he's an awesome tongue. I mean, um, another great film he did was Bronson, which was a. Uh, oh, Bronson about... was, the, was the one that kind of shot him to start him. I think like he he was phenomenal in that. Mm, and yes. uh, have you seen him in Locke? Um, not yet. No, 
Um, it's, it's you, you, you have to watch Locke. Locke, if, like, if, if there's a, an actor, I don't know any other actor that can hold a movie together for 90 minutes where he's just in a car on a phone. That's compelling if you can keep an audience with just that. And he did. He's he's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. you got to watch that one. Uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll put it on my list. Um, I mean, you know, it's, it's amazing, um, as you say, he came, came up in Bronson, but before that he did the uh, Star Trek Nemesis film, which, you know, sadly bombed. So That's right. it's amazing he's managed to sort of like salvage a career out of that. <laughs> very, very much so. But he, he didn't bomb in that film. I thought he was great. That's the one thing you take away from that Star Trek film was his how great he was in it. Oh, he was superb in that. And, um, you know, I remember, I remember song like after that, you know, didn't do too well. He came back here to England and he did a few TV dramas. He was in, he was in one called Colditz, which was a, a miniseries. And he also, um, he, he played Bill Sykes in the BBC production of Oliver as well, Oliver Twist. So. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. And he, he was a pretty, he was a pretty convincing Bill Sykes in that. That's so. Amazing. So I've, I've kind of followed his career pretty much most of the way back, you know, and right. with him, sort of thing. Um, anyway, uh, get, getting on to uh, another subject, um, as well as TV and movie work, uh, you've also lent your voice to video games such as Gears of War. Um, how, how do you find voicing characters for games versus on, like, doing the more tradi- traditional television and movie stuff? I, um, honestly, it's just fun. It's just a different medium of being, um, of telling a story. So I, I just love the aspect of the motion capture of it, of telling that story, and then, and then having fans just, you know, being a part of it and watching the cinematic of how Gears War is being done and knowing that you're a part of it in some way. I, I just, I, I just love that that side of storytelling too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I often watch the, um, you know, the, the documentary footage of these things, you know, for, for you know, of, of the actors you're using in a booth with a headset on and, and the scripting front and they're reading the lines and they're becoming really, really animated. And I saw that, see that, and I think, these guys must be having a ball. <laughs> oh, it's nothing, it's nothing more than just a blast. Always, and when you, especially when you get along with everyone that you're working with, it's not even work. It's just everyone having a blast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, earlier in the year, you, you got yourself um, a bit of a plum role in the uh, TV drama I Zombie, which I believe yeah. is is being picked up for a second series. Uh, will you be returning for that? Yeah. Well, no. They uh, they're actually starting. It's tonight is the premiere in Canada of the second season, and uh, I am not part of the second season. I had a great run with those guys and uh, and you know they're they're uh, they're nothing but wonderful people. Like we just hung out the other weekend and it was, it was great. They're one of they're, they're good friends. But I'm I'm doing other things right now so it's great. Mm-hmm. And are there any other projects you've got coming up that you like to song I give special mention to? Well there's I get the I get the clearance today of what I, when I can actually talk about it, but it's a massive franchise feature that I'm really excited to be a part of, but unfortunately, I can't quite say it yet. I wish I could. I, I, I signed a non-disclosure, so i got to wait till they give me the okay. Yeah, those those NDAs are a pain in the board. I've even had to sign a couple of I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I've had to sign a couple of those. Um, yeah. As well as... Um, you know, we we sometimes even get press releases about things which uh, which are embargoed until midnight of such and such a day. You know, it's kind kind of like yeah, feels yeah. like 
working for the Secret Service, but without any weapons. <laughs> <laughs> true. It's true. But I got to hold off. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, uh, Alex, it's been brilliant speaking to you, and the best of luck with uh, with Num and uh, and everything else. Ian, thanks for taking the time, man. I really appreciate it, and thanks for supporting um, actors and, and, and film in general. It, it makes us uh, makes us want to work more. Well, you know, so like the, the the more good work that come you know comes out, the more we want to sort of keep writing about it. So it's it's kind of like it's a reciprocal thing. Well, I, I, I appreciate it. Okay. Well, thanks, Alex. It's been great having you on the show. And um, again, best of luck with the, um, with, you know, with, with Numb and, and everything else that you got coming up, including the um, Uber Top Secret thing. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Bye. <laughs> That's about all we've got time for this week. Um, I'd like to thank um, Alex for sparing, sparing the time to speak with us. Um, quite interested um, to see, um, see, see, the, see the new film he was talking about there. Um, it sounds like a pretty good caper. Um, but next, next week we have the uh, director of Blood Punch, uh, Madeline Patson. Um, Obviously, listeners of our of our blog talk channel will have heard that interview already. But for all you guys out there, it's a great interview, and it's about a really cool film. And we're going to be running that um, by you um, next week. Um, also, while, while I've got to your attention here, I'd like to uh, I'd like to inform you about League of Geeks. Um, if you go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash League of Geeks. Um, you, you'll find that uh, we're a part of this uh, this this channel along with Genre Entertainment, another great show called um, Super Geeked Up. So, um, if you have time, check that out. Um, but until next week, that's it for now. So, we'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. <laughs>